You can listen to this Clairsy Shane and Kimber podcast anytime. But Jamel House of Fine Furniture's annual clearance sale is only on August 26 to 29. Google Jamel Wangara. All parents will understand that kids, when you take them out, can make you a little nervous. Lawrence Mooney is with us, and this new story has just come out. I know you've just seen this video, which is at mix.com.au and the app of the boy at a Taipei exhibition. He's touched an art piece of artwork and damaged it in Taiwan, Lawrence. Oh, kids. And if you damage it, you've got to pay for it. So how much is the artwork worth? Well, how do you put a price on a piece of art that is 350 years old? Yes. <laughs> and he put his fist through it's it. It's a papora painting oh. worth 350 years. Well, 350, $2 million, mate. <laughs> and, and you see the vision of him. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. No. He's just shuffling along. He's got a drink in his hand. He kind of trips. God, they can be clumsy kids, can't they? Oh. <laughs> and you can't hit them anymore. That's uh, no. been Yeah. That's and you know what? There's only one way to break a fall, and that is to stick your arms out yeah. anywhere <laughs> you can through a piece of artwork. And then that, that realisation, what he's done, he just stands there and stares at it. Yeah. Like, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone see? I think yeah. I'm in trouble. And the immediate action of the mum to come over. But as a parent seeing that, and I think about exactly what you're saying, Lawrence, it's almost like the kid's sort of walking along. He's thinking there's no free Wi-Fi in this place. You know, what am I doing here? Yeah, I'm surprised they even let him in with a drink. Every one of my exes has got a sobriquet or a non de plume or a nickname. And uh, I went out with one that I call the Art Toucher because we went to the National (laughs) Gallery in Victoria. The Art Toucher. she just went over to a priceless Aboriginal work and just started stroking it. It's like oh. the people at the gallery is like, "Madam, you can't touch that. Please don't touch that." Oh no! It's like, she's like, "Why? That's why it's there." I say, "No, no, no, you can't do that." Don't even like a, know that she's wrecking it. Like she just uh, just touching things. Yeah. So she, Did she thought, have yeah. a paint fetish for the oils or what was it? Well, I don't know what it was, but mm. um, that it was destined not to last. See, you can't feel, be an art toucher. No, no I feel no. bad for this kid and his family because it was an accident and they are going to have to cover some of the cost of the repair oh. to the work. And, um, you know, I don't know if there's insurance involved in that or whatever, yeah, but they insurance. have said that you have they are responsible for part of it. And, I mean, sometimes you just wreck expensive things. I mean, you don't, mm. you know, I drove my car head on in front of another car and I wrote it <laughs> off. <laughs> I was 19 years of age and uh. I wrecked an expensive car. That is, yeah, that's that's bad. And no one was injured? You didn't wreck an expensive human? Oh, I broke a few bones, but everyone, oh. everyone came out okay. Theirs or yours? Yeah, no, oh. but the, I think, no, I think I did more damage to myself than her. Yeah. But, How about you, Lawrence? Have you been Lawrence the Wrecker? Well, my parents got this beautiful uh, cut crystal vase for their for a wedding present, oh, and no. it was outside. And my dad said, "Could you move that before <laughs> you start kicking the footy?" And I kind of disconsolately kicked the ball away, and it bounced, 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 broke right, and hit the vase. And we both watched it smash together. Yeah. And he looked at me, and he just he he was really suppressing a lot of anger that day. He just turned around and was nodding as like. I, if he had punched me, I would have understood. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wanted him to say, it's all right, son, I hated that vase. But <laughs> no, <laughs> give us yeah, a call, 133353. What is the most expensive thing that you have wrecked? This video is up at mix.com.au and the Mix app. <laughs> Lawrence Mooney is with us. The art exhibition there in Taiwan and the 12-year-old boy is just uh, he's ripped oh. through a, a painting worth two million <laughs> bucks. Just having a little trip there, Lawrence. I, I I can't help but laugh. I uh, I do like the clumsy little boy who's just tripped over. Um, he's got his Puma T-shirt on. He's got his drink in his hand. Oh, I've just ruined a masterpiece. You know, he actually <laughs> had to lean out a really long way to put his mm. whole his his hand through it. 
You know, it's a long way from where he Stupid fell. Stupid boy. Yeah, and Lawrence, you uh, brought up the story of the vase at home, and I had a similar story. And that Dad had a bar downstairs. We had a, a, like a you know a sunken lounge room with a shape pile carpet. Mm-hmm. You weren't allowed near Dad's bar, All and right. he had this antique long neck wine bottle. <laughs> Guess who broke it while they're out? Oh, oh nice. Oh, oh, please. Did you wait for them to discover or did you did you fess up? It was the, a very long neck. It was oh. like a metre long, so it was obvious as soon as you walked in the house. Oh, wow. Never back in Dad's bar. Okay, Mel in Byford, what is the most expensive thing that you have wrecked? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm shuddering thinking of that story. We just heard about that wine, my twin uh, sons, I took them to my dad's house when they were really small and they had a sort of divide and conquer mission going on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one minute everything was fine and then mm. the next minute we heard a clunk and one of my twins had pulled off a really expensive bottle of penfolds of my dad's and uh, it smashed all over oh, the floor. Not the Grange. Was this Grange? Yes. Oh, oh Nice one. No. What, what would it? that have been worth? Uh about six, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, was your dad on all fours, just sucking it off the floorboards? <laughs> well, yeah, pretty, pretty much. The bottle was grabbed to see, you know, if anything could be saved. Yeah. Um, we haven't been back in the house. We've been banned from visiting. We meet outside so that um, nothing else can get broken. Wow. Thanks, Mel. Nice one. See someone trying to drink with uh, glass fragments going, it's worth it. It's worth it. That's life with kids, though. You just reconcile that they're going to ruin your stuff. Mm. Debbie and Bertram, what's the most expensive thing that you've wrecked? Oh, hi. We were at a, um, we were little, about six or seven, and we were at a barbecue at a, someone's house, and we decided to go back to my friend's house, and she had an above-ground, one of those above-ground oval-shaped pools, yep. and we were yeah. leaning on the sides, and we were pushing our thongs back and forth, and I don't know what happened, but the sides have collapsed. We got such a fright. Water's going all the way down the driveway. Mm. We're like, ah! That would have been a massive. That would have been crazy. Like the dams exploded. So yeah, exactly. So much trouble for that. And we still talk about it today. Like forty years later, hilarious. (laughs) Now, (laughs) that's an expensive break. Thanks, Debbie. That's a lot of water. Okay, Grace in Byford. What's the most expensive thing that you've wrecked? I um I. Knocked down my mother's vase that had my grandma's ashes in it. Oh, great. Oh, no. All into the carpet. My mum ended up having to vacuum it at all. <gasps> oh, That's like, oh, you're, vacuum see, cleaner. you're seeing it in the movies. That's awful. Oh. She was upset. She was moping around the house for so long because it was her mum's ashes and... Yeah, well, there's no other way of cleaning it up other than the vacuum. That's terrible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she had to... Oh, she, she, oh, she wasn't happy with me. That's okay. It's all been forgiven, Grace? Yes, yeah, finally been forgiven, but yeah. Oh, yes. man. Nan's in the shag pile. <laughs> <laughs> she, wanted Again. To, she wanted to be spread in the ocean off, <laughs> off France. Uh. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Grace. We love movies. We went and saw one called The Visit just recently, and it had oh. jumping like fools at the preview. Loved it. It's called The Visit. It opens, it, is, isn't it? it opens September 24th. Some amazing jump scares. Some of those involving this brilliant Perth actress, the former PLC girl. We love her, Olivia De Jong. Yeah, we spoke to her yesterday. Oh, this amazing writer, producer, movie maker, genius, director, uh, The Sixth Sense, Signs, Unbreakable. We're excited to have M. Night Shyamalan on the phone. Night, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Night, I used to watch a lot of horror and thriller films, and I found that the more that I watched, the more desensitised I became. What are the films that have given you a good, rewarding scare? Oh, you know, for me, I I really like 
very minimalist storytelling, as you can tell by, you know, watching, I, you know, to, to, to hold the scares back and, you know, keep it at a distance and, you know, insinuate things for me, you know. For, so I like the quieter, the quieter scary uh, films, you know, like old school movies like Robert Wise's The Haunting. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a black oh, and white yeah. movie. It's just mm. very, very chilling. And it's just about, mm. you know, these, this group of people that go to this haunted house. and Very quiet. You know, I, I like playing on people's anticipation um, of being scared as much as being scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not revealed. I, I've got to say, um, I, I'm, I, I scare easily. Do you get gratified sitting in a cinema watching the audience sink into their chairs and start to grip the arms? <laughs> I do. You know, the visit is supposed to be kind of fun, scary, as you as you probably got. You could tell by yeah. what you got watching. Yeah. It. You know, I, I, I'm 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 having. You could tell I'm being mischievous and enjoying making you guys very squirmy in your seats. And <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> but do you, do you sometimes I, you know, I, sneak into a cinema and watch an audience? Uh, I love watching the visit with an audience. I definitely sneak in. Every time they have a screening of it, I like to sneak in and hear them, you know, screaming and then laughing at themselves for screaming so loud. And <laughs> hey, Knight, uh, we're, uh, we're in love with Olivia de Jong here in Perth and Ed Oxenbold. Out of all of those people you could have cast, and you've done it uh, a lot of uh, casting online around the planet, and you picked two from Australia. It is amazing. It's amazing. I, I You know, um, it, it, in retrospect, it doesn't seem surprising to me because I mm. do think there's a huge... Um, very untapped talent pool here in Australia, and so I'm I'm very aware of it. So I keep coming here to try to find talent for you know that kind of, that I can kind of show the world and discover. And these two kids are absolutely amazing in the yeah. movie. They're just so wonderful, and I was really really lucky. They they earned it themselves because they just auditioned like thousands and thousands of kids around the world did, and slowly made their way to me. And so I saw kind of the 500 top kids. And they, 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 by the way, they did their auditions with American accents, so I didn't even know they were Australian. Right. Oh, great. Wow. Yeah, good accents. Slowly, as I got to know them, I realized they were both from Australia. So it was, a, it was a kind of, and I think that bond that they were both Australian really gave them that kind of brother-sister kind of reality. Mm. Oh, and you know, because they say don't it work works. with animals and children, but like <laughs> these children had sass. I'd, I'd like to say it's an Australian thing. I'd like to say that we own that, that there's a, you know, kids have got a bit more funk about them. <laughs> I I like I do like you know I don't know if it's real or it's just my feeling but the kind of there's a, there's a warmth about the actors that come from Australia and there's a kind of a fun quality to them that that I really enjoy and I think audiences really enjoy. Mm, the movie opens. It's called The Visit, September 24. Night. The three of us want to take you out for about a six-hour dinner sometimes. And <laughs> next time you're on the west coast of Australia, we'll see you in Perth and we'll, we'll shout. Done. Done. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those films you can't talk about. No one, oh. don't, no one talk about it in any way, otherwise yes. it ruins it for everybody who wants to see it. Don't give it away. None of the granny... Oh, no, we won't say that. You can't say anything. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Yeah, September 24 for that one. Hey, Lawrence, it's been fun again, mate. You're going to come back on Friday? Yeah, I'm going to join you guys on Friday and uh, have a great day, everyone. It's been fun. You've got your own bit of casting to take care of today so go and uh, yes. do your best M night well done Lawrence Moody uh, joining us again Friday after our uh, little broadcast down there at Cirque du Soleil tomorrow for Totem a Totem celebration at Belmont Park absolutely someone will be going to Las Vegas and just after nine now with Tim someone's going to win twenty two and a half thousand dollars I hope so this Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is now done, but Jamel House of Fine Furniture's annual clearance sale is only on August 26 to 29. Google Jamel Wangara.